Welcome to Journey Through Classical Piano. I'm your host, classical pianist Jiyun Kim. Regardless of whether or not you are a lifelong lover of classical music, this podcast is meant to show you how important and relevant classical music is to today's world and to bring the live piano concert experience right to your living room. I believe classical music is for everyone, so let's start listening together. Today's episode, we are exploring Russian composer Sergei Rachmaninoff's Vocalise, Opus 34, Number 14, a beautiful and expressive work for voice and piano. Whether this is your favorite piece of all time or this is your first encounter, I think the piece has that magical power that captures everyone's attention at the first hearing. It was written in 1912, and Vocalise is the final piece in a set of 14 songs. While the other songs in the set feature lyrics, Vocalise is unique in the sense there's no words. The term Vocalise refers to a vocal composition or exercise that is characterized with no lyrics or words. In other words, it is a piece of music for voice that the singer vocalizes using various vowel sounds or syllables rather than singing specific words. Vocalis are commonly used in vocal training and warm-up routines for singers. I remember listening lots of vocalis exercise like from a fellow voice majors back in the uh, you know music school years in the practice rooms. The purpose of vocalis is often to showcase the technical and expressive capabilities of the singer, allowing them to focus on the aspects such as breath control, phrasing, intonation, and the beauty of their vocal tone without the destruction of text. Vocalise by Rachmaninoff has become one of uh, his most popular and frequently performed compositions. The piece is known for its soaring melodic lines and lush harmonies, showcasing Rachmaninoff's gift for creating rich and emotive musical textures. This absence of lyrics allows the voice to function as another instrument, emphasizing the pure, expressive qualities of the human voice. The vocal line is characterized by long, sweeping phrases, and the piano accompaniment complements the voice with a blend of romantic lyricism and virtuosic elements. Over the years, musicians have adapted the piece for various instrumentations and ensemble arrangements, further contributing to its popularity. I myself play vocalise with a cellist and singer, and of course, a solo piano version. I find that each version brings different elements of beauty of this piece. 
Between 1890 and 1916, Rachmaninoff was quite active as a composer, conductor, and pianist. As a composer, he gained early recognition for his compositions, and during the 1890s, he composed several significant works. But the premiere of his first symphony in 1897 was a major failure, which deeply affected him. This event led to a period of self-doubt and depression. I guess we all go through this phase of not believing in yourself. And even we think that Rachmaninoff is a genius composer. He was not an exception. So after the dark period, the breakthrough came when he composed his famous piano concerto number two in C minor. The concerto was premiered in 1901 and was a tremendous success, helping to restore his confidence as a composer. Rachmaninoff had a successful career as a concert pianist as well, and during the early 1900s, he embarked on extensive concert tours in Russia and internationally. His performances were highly acclaimed, and he became known for his remarkable piano technique and interpretation. One thing I know for sure is that he had big hands. Many of his pieces have big, stretchy chords that probably were easier for his hands, but not necessarily for average hand size. I have to admit that I struggle sometimes, too, for some of his pieces because of that kind of big chords and that made it for someone like Rachmaninoff himself. In 1902, Rachmaninoff married his cousin, Natalie Satina. The couple had two daughters and a son. Rachmaninoff composed his Symphony No. 2 in E minor between 1906 and 1907. This symphony, like his second piano concerto, is one of his most celebrated and frequently performed works. He spent some time in Dresden, Germany, where he continued to compose and conduct. In 1909, due to financial difficulties and the political climate in Russia, he decided to leave the country. He lived in several European cities before. Then uh, he spent a significant part of his life in the United States. He continued to compose, perform, and conduct, contributing to the American music scene. His stay in the United States uh, between 1918 until his death in 1943. During this time, he composed works like the Third Symphony, Rhapsody on a Theme of Paganini, and the Variations on a Theme of Corelli. He settled in New York City and later in Beverly Hills, California. 
Throughout his life, Rachmaninoff's geographical locations were influenced by personal and professional considerations, and its place played a role in shaping his musical output and experiences. If I could take a time machine back to where composers write their pieces, I would love to see what was going on in their lives at those times. Even though I'm not able to look into those moments like movie, I could always feel their emotions infused in their music. In this vocalese, I feel a turmoil of emotions, full of pain. I know Rachmaninoff went through wars in his lifetime, which caused him many challenges, especially World War I and the Russian Revolution. He even died during the later part of World War II and did not witness the conclusion of that conflict. I do not have a direct experience of a war, but I do have an indirect one. On a late summer afternoon, I was lying around my house. My seven-year-old mind was struck with a curiosity about my grandmother's past. So I asked her, Grandma, is your mom still alive? Do you have sisters and brothers? And she said, Yes, I have two older sisters and one older brother. When I was 15 years old, there was a rumor in my town that there will be a civil war soon, so it is safer for everyone to start walking towards the south. As the youngest of her family, she was encouraged to join the initial group of neighbors heading south. In a hurry, she packed what she could in an hour and left with her next-door neighbor. She was told that the rest of her family would catch up with her in the next town over on the following day. They had to stay behind because they needed a bit more time to pack properly. On the next day, the civil war indeed took place, and Korea was then divided into north and south. My grandmother has never been able to see her family ever since. She expressed on many occasions, her wishes for united Korea in the near future so that she could see her family again. My grandmother passed away several years ago in the age of 97. Back then, as a seven-year-old, and even now, it is unimaginable how much pain my grandmother must have been through in her life. But I do believe that Rachmaninoff expresses his emotions through his music, and me as a pianist, and receive and play this piece for you, and you as a listener or in the audience gets to experience all over again. Together, we create a sense of healing and hope. I would like to share a poem that I linked with this piece in my concert and also album project Coliseum. Then let's take a listen to vocalise by Rachmaninoff, performed by Jiyoon Kim. This poem is from Bloom for Yourself by April Green. If the storm does not pass, breathe. 
beautifully and tenderly. For there is a language on the breeze, a language far deeper than words, and your soul will remember.
I would love to hear from you and share your experience with this piece. Please go to jiunkim.com where you could leave voice or written message for this podcast. And also, if you find this podcast helps you in any way, please go to buymecoffee.com to buy me a cup of coffee to support my creative endeavor and to support this show. The link is in the show note below. In the next episode, I will explore this beautiful, one of my favorite piece of music, which is The Blue Gelon by Debussy. I hope to meet you then. Thank you for listening.